It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the content creators for Friday Night Games. And at Friday Night Games, we want to introduce you to our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday, and we create content for Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you can always check out our website at FridayNight.Games. Today's episode is sponsored by TabletopRenaissance.ca, who have their web store up and running. So check out TabletopRenaissance.ca for your board gaming and tabletop adventure needs. On today's show, Matt is on vacation, so I am taking the reins of the podcast. So I apologize in advance for you having listened to my voice the entire time. I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about why I love playing games with my kids. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about memories I have of playing board games as a kid, why I think it's important to play games with your kids if you have them, some of the favorite kids games that I love to play with my kids that we have, and I want to dive into three games that I love playing with my kids that aren't kids games. All right. So growing up, I had all the classics. I had like Monopoly, Jenga, Scrabble, Game of Life. But I think one of my favorite board games I had growing up was the Jurassic Park game by, I believe it was Milton Bradley, based off the movie. I remember the giant board playing that game, trying, you know, I don't know if I actually played the game correctly, to be honest, but taking the dinosaur minis they had and pretending to eat the characters, etc. But the one thing I don't remember is actually playing board games with my parents. Now, this is no fault of their own. Like, they had a business they were running. You know, my sister babysat me a lot. I remember playing games with with her, but I don't have that connection or memory of playing board games with my parents. And I think that sucks so much. And I think that's why I want to play more board games with my kids. I want to be able to create those memories, have that fun, and when they look back at like growing up and playing board games, hopefully they continue to play board games through their adulthood, that they remember that it started at home with us and just the amount of fun that they had playing. And I really hope that, that uh, I just uh, I just really want to create that, those connection and memories with them. And that's what the board gaming hobby is, right? You invite your friends over to your house, you have a grand old time, you know, you're laughing, you're talking, you're connecting with each other, you're being welcoming to everybody. And I really... I really think this is a really good stepping stone stepping stone for social aspect for kids. And there's a ton of benefits to playing board games with your kids, obviously. So yeah, I wanted to grab I wanted to dive into some of the benefits of playing board games with your kids and you know why I think it's important. So obviously the first thing is board games offer opportunities for early learning. So as your kid develops, you know, they, they learn, you know, hand eye coordination, dexterity, moving cards and pieces around the board, you know, learning to wait your turn. And these are just like simple rules that you know we kind of take for granted as we grow up that you learn as a young kid and they're very important lessons to learn board games get your kids to think so especially games like strategy games are super useful so there's a game that we play one of the games that that i'm going to mention later that i love playing with my kids that aren't kids games is is a good strategy game for this you know and strategy really helps with the executive function skills, which, you know, planning, organizing, making decisions really helps develop that skill in the kids' brains. They also help boost language. So when you're talking about board games, your interaction with everybody, you know, you have to remember several 
pieces of information, who did what and where. Maybe it could help with reading, maybe some reading comprehension, but it's just having fun, you know, without being like, you need to do your homework, blah, 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 or whatever, right? I think board games really help, at least for me, my kid focus. When you're playing without interruptions, it really helps that intention, attention span grow. You know, when we, we sit down with my kids, we always try to play the full game. I try not to have my phone. I try not to have any other distractions. Like we're playing the board game. That is what we're doing in that moment. And we do it from start to finish as best we can. All right. I do have a two and a five-year-old. Tension spans aren't the greatest, but, you know, we do what we can uh, with little distractions. They teach teamwork, you know, especially if you're playing a cooperative game together. Cooperative games are work where you're working together for a common goal. And that's a really awesome way to teach teamwork. Board games help soothe anxiety. This is a huge one for me. Because board games are structured, kids can know what to expect from them, especially if you play like a, a similar game with them all the time. It can really help that interpersonal relationships. And for kids who struggle coming up, you know, to talking with people, can always introduce a board game. Hey, do you want to play this board game with me? And that can help them promote that opportunity to talk you know you can even do like guessing games or something like that right they also show that it's okay to lose sometimes board games are competitive and there's a clear winner and a clear loser and it's really trying to build that tolerance because it's really difficult to lose a game or lose anything as a kid and then easily go to like tamper temper tantrum but being able to show that hey this is a part of life someone's gonna win someone's gonna lose you might win I might win. I'm, you know, I might lose. We want to play. Make sure we're playing board games by the rules, so that when when the ending comes and they lose, you know, you can also even say to them, "Hey, I'm very proud of you for staying calm." And, you know, and I saw that you did a move that you didn't like, and you know, next time you'll pick, you'll do a better move or something like that, right? It's always good to have that conversation with them and show them that it's okay to lose the game. And honestly, like a big thing now with all technology, board games are a great way to unplug, turn off the TV, turn off my phone and just connect with my family. And it's great. I think it's, it's shown, it's shown tremendous growth, at least with how I connect with my kids on a daily basis. And I, I absolutely love it. So being able to create those memories with my kids has been such a important part of my life the past couple of years. So I really hope I continue as they grow up being able to play, you know, getting them to like Gloomhaven or playing D&D &D with them and really, really just keep on building that connection with them. All right. So since I do have a two and a five-year-old, we do have a lot of kids games in our house. And I want to highlight two of my favorite ones and why I like them so much. So the first one is The Color Monster. It's published by Devere Games and it's based off the book of the same name. In The Color Monster, you are trying to help this monster who is confused about their feelings kind of figure out, you know, what they're feeling. It's a memory game. So basically you're you're moving through spaces, colored spaces on the board and you have to say what you're feeling based on the colors. So like blue represents sadness, black is fear, red is anger, green is calm, yellow is happy, I believe. So basically, if you land on sad, it's like, oh, you know, it makes me sad when this happens. What I love about this game, it allows you to talk to your kid about feelings without that expectation around. So what I love about this game is that it allows you to talk to your kids about feelings without that expectation of you have to give me an answer about why you're feeling this way right now which can cause a lot of stress and anxiety in the kids right it's hard to talk about your feelings but it's easy in this game so what a good thing too it's a really good form of communication so 
as a parent playing this game, I can land on, you know, the blue space for sad and, and I can be like, hey, it really makes me sad when you don't listen to me when I'm asking you to do this specific thing. Right. So I'm not like reprimanding them in the moment of, you know, doing something or being or, hey, it makes me mad when you do this. It's showing them that, hey, you know, when you're doing this behavior, it doesn't make me feel good. So let's talk about that. And as vice versa too, right? So they can say the same thing. Hey, it makes me sad when you you yell at me or, you know, it makes me happy when we play games together. But if they don't want to talk about their feelings during the game, you can always flip it and be like, what makes the color monster happy? What makes the color monster sad? And sometimes that's a good way to reverse psychology, I guess, to get them to talk about their feelings through the color monster. So Color Monster by Devere Games, I highly recommend it. Check it out. It's a great way to talk about feelings with your kids. The next game, I actually just recently picked it up, is Rhino Hero by Habba Games. And what I love about this game, especially playing it with my two-year-old, is because it's such a great dexterity game that they, uh, my two-year-old has a very hard time putting the cards on without tumbling the tower. And I just love it. I think it's just a great, quick and easy game to play. It's fun. We laugh the entire time. They love the Rhino Meeple. And I think dexterity games are amazing to play. We also have Animal Upon Animal, which is a great one as well. So yeah, Color Monster, Rhino Hero. Animal Pond Animal, I know I threw an extra game in there. But if you're looking for great games to play with your kids, those are some that I suggest. All right, so now to the best part of the podcast. Sometimes playing games with kids, especially kids' games, can be very repetitive. And sometimes it's just, it's just not fun because <laughs> you want to be challenged when you're playing board games sometimes. So these are three games I love playing with my kids that aren't kids' games. So the first one that I introduced to my kid was Fireball, Fireball Island, The Curse of Volcar. I have the re-implementation by Restoration Games. Basically, you are on this giant 3D island, you know, trying to collect treasures and take pictures of certain like landscape and stuff while trying to avoid fireballs being spewed out of Volcar, who didn't like his gems stolen. So what this game brought out with my kid, we didn't fully play it by the rules, obviously, but they loved <laughs> shooting the marbles down Volcar and watching everything get knocked over. I, they love the big 3D board, the texture of, the, of everything, but don't take it from me. Let's listen to what my kid had to say about it. That the marbles go down and knock everybody over from the big giant monster. So that's Fireball Island, The Curse of Volcar, a restoration of the classic 1986 game that plays with 30 to 45 minutes with two to four players, five with an expansion. I love playing this game with my kid just for like the chaos of just tossing the marbles down Volcar and watching everything get knocked over. All right, the second game, I was a little hesitant of bringing this game to the table with my kid just because it is just a big strategy game that I wasn't sure how they were going to handle. So the second game is Gods Love Dinosaurs by Panasaurus Games. And basically what you're doing is creating this ecosystem where everything needs to eat. So you've got the prey, which are frogs, rats, and rabbits that multiply you know, as you move along through the game. Then you have predators, which are tigers and eagles. They eat the prey, which spawns more predators. 
And then you have the dinosaurs that eat everything, but create more dinosaurs if they eat predators. So the object of the game is to manage your ecosystem so that when it's that turn for the you know the predator to eat, see the tigers or eagles, that they have enough prey to eat along their path so that they don't get eliminated from the board because if they can't eat, they die out. But every time you eat a prey, you spawn a new predator. When it comes to the dinosaurs turn to, to eat, they can eat anything, but if they eat the predators, they lay eggs that eventually can spawn more dinosaurs. But the dinosaurs have to end on mountain regions in order to not die out. So building this ecosystem and strategizing how this is all going to work was pretty complex for my kid to grasp. They did a pretty awesome job of like building the modular board and the ecosystem. So the first game I had with them, playing this game I did was like, hey, you should, you know, I didn't really tell them what to do, but I was like, hey, if you want your animals to survive you can go here to here and eat along the way but i did a lot i did allow them to like freehand a lot of the stuff and they did pretty good but what amazed me was the second time we played the game which was months later they still recalled how to play and then they got the strategy like pretty much down pat for like a five-year-old to like grasp what everything going on was pretty awesome to see and you know we played the game very slowly but I think I think this is a game I'm gonna keep bringing to the table every more often because I just had a, I have a ton of fun with it and I think my kid did as well. So here are their thoughts on it. That we just like to that we just get to play it together, earning the most points by feeding the dinosaurs predators. You just get another egg. All right, and the last game I want to talk about is Suro by Calliope Games. This game is a tile laying game where your goal is to keep your token on the board longer than anyone else's. The board's gonna fill up with tiles and it's gonna become harder. It's gonna be harder because you know when you put on a tile that's next to your, your piece, it's gonna move to wherever that tile lands. So what is awesome about this game is I've never beat my kid at it. So we played about five or six times and they win. I do not know how. I like, I'm actually, it's not like I'm letting them win. I'm actually trying to beat them. And I physically have not, I cannot, and I don't know why. And I think it's hilarious and they think it's hilarious as well. But this game, what I love about it is that it's just, it's that strategy element of it, right? It's letting them think and making, make decisions. And if they make the right ones, like praise them. If they make the wrong one, hey, let's do better next time. And the, I just love this game for them. And let's hear what they have to say about it because they love beating me. <laughs> winning the game, winning the game. Because I just like that dad loses and I win because I like that. So, because I beat dad a lot of time and that I'm really good at it. All right, so those are my kids' thoughts on Fireball Island, Gods of Dinosaurs, and Suro. Again, if you have kids, I highly recommend spending at least one night a week playing board games with them, really connecting with them, having fun, creating those memories, and I think that'll go a long way for your relationship with them when they're older. And I can't wait to, honestly, like I said earlier, playing, getting into Dungeons and Dragons or some type of role-playing game with my kids because I think they'll love it. I really wanted to get my kids' perspective on playing board games with me and see how they enjoy it and what they think about it. So let's hear what they have to say. That, that we just have fun together and that, that we just enjoy. All right. Thank you so much for being part of my podcast, sweetheart. And 
I'm glad you love playing board games with me. I really hope you enjoyed my take on playing board games with kids. If you have any questions or want any more game recommendations, you can always message us on Instagram uh, at Friday Night Games underscore official. You'll talk to me there. I have got great recommendations for all ages. So if you need anything, just let me know. All right. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official, Twitter at Friday Night GMS, TikTok at Friday Night Games, and as always, our website, Friday Night Games. Again, I am John, and it's Friday night, so let's have some fun.